Hello everyone and welcome to the Coffee Club podcast. I'm joined here today by Ainabo. Hello. Uh, how are you doing today? Yeah, I'm not too bad. I'm um, sat here with my McDonald's McCafe coffee. Well, it was the, <laughs> it's the easiest one to get, so yeah. I'm probably going to start with the deep voice thing. I just, yeah. It's like I always start podcasts with just doing the deep voice thing, mainly because it's like, you know, it's like an announcer kind of thing where it's like, you know, welcome to the podcast. I'm joined by iNabba Television. That yeah, kind of stuff. yeah. But it's like, you know, you don't want to make it look too corporate or else it's going to lose its relatability. So should we just jump straight into it with the, what we were watching? So we've been, um, we've been very busy with, you know, stuff we've been watching lately. I we've think, been watching a lot lately. Yeah, we've, I think we've gone through like Netflix, we've burnt through a lot of Netflix. Netflix, like the main recommendations from there and yeah. recently in terms of film March has been a bit of a dead month but let's jump straight into the well straight let's jump right into the main topic or the first topic which is us yes the horror film Jordan Peele's second yeah, film Jordan Peele's second uh, film he's written and directed currently right now actually we're watching his first film Get which Out is, we literally out, had yeah. it pause on the 27th, 26th minute and the 10th second yeah. right now alright uh, s- send us a screenshot of the 26th minute and the 10th second one to you if you were watching this by the way when you go on netflix oh so, yeah, 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 yeah yeah just tweet tweet us 26th minute and 10th second go do it now tweet it at the coffee club not yeah us. <laughs> but, um yeah anyway. so what were your thoughts um i thought it wasn't as good as get out but it was still pretty enjoyable what a lot of people seem to be talking about the film is that it's not good because the story is too far-fetched but i was like when did we start being like wow films need to be so realistic and you need to be able to pick apart every it's last a detail horror film about it's, doppelgangers it's a horror film about doppelgangers it's literally a twilight zone episode which is which jordan peele's actually making a reboot of but it's really yeah the twilight is that a zone. film or a tv show uh, tv show have you not watched the twilight zone no i've watched the twilight it's, zone like yeah, i didn't know if he was making a film of it oh no it's it's a reboot tv series that's coming out what, i think is it gonna be like netflix or some shit oh, no cbs it's on tv oh shit that's gonna be oh do they still own it yeah, oh, well, it's gonna be trippy as fuck. Yeah, and Jordan Peele's hosting it, and it's different stories and everything. And they've announced a cast and a few trailers. The problem is, I just burnt myself a coffee. <laughs> <laughs> the, yeah, club. the problem is with Jordan Peele though is that it's all American based, so we can't watch it yet. Yeah, so, uh, I guess. But, I mean, you know, we definitely will never use Putlocker or One Two Three Movies. Oh yeah, or Streamio or anything. Nef- well, well, we don't advocate piracy, by the way. Don't pirate. No, we just said we don't use them. You're not allowed to use them. Websites. I know. We're not being sarcastic. Don't pirate films. It's very bad, and it doesn't like it. It really helps. Don't do it. Don't do it. Support yeah, your pretty m- much. Yeah, don't do it. Don't um, But yeah, us. Yeah, I mean, I like I'm talking about the casting for Twilight Zone. I haven't even looked at it, but I'm guessing it's. Is it African-American? No, no. Oh, so he's no, going out. Jordan, people, that's the one misconception that I don't like about Well, well no, I just know. saw I just saw an article of him saying he's going to stick around African-American cast, and I haven't got a problem with that. I know. But I, I just didn't, I'm just surprised after reading that to see, oh, no, he's not actually because, doing that. Because, um, to be fair, the difference between Twilight Zone and the other stuff like Get Out and Us is that Twilight Zone is a host, and then it's different directors and different writers oh, that go into it. So I, I thought he was going to be doing the whole thing. Yeah, he's no, he's doing the whole. He runs, he's running the whole thing, but he's not going to be there writing and directing every single episode. Ah, okay. He's got films to make, but that's the thing with us and with Jordan Peele as a director. People seem to think that because it's Jordan Peele, 
It has to be a racial undertone to everything. Even though he said with us, it's not that deep. He said it really isn't as yeah, deep as was, what people are was. There was not it. many ra- like racial messages. It, it, there's no, there's like, I'd the, say- It was cool no, when Fuck the Police came on. Oh yeah, no, that was kind of funny. That was, that was kind of funny, which is something that we will go into later. Yeah, we'll us. go through yeah. the whole thing in a second. We're just talking but about- Pretty much, I think the thing with us is that it's such a high concept idea that was, you know, because doppelganger. Has there been any doppelganger horror films that I have been coming don't out? Don't really know. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I feel like the, we're getting we're gonna. This is the second part, which we're gonna be talking about later. But obviously, my opinion is that the horror industry is fucking awful. Yeah, and the films that come out of that industry, ninety percent. Awful. Yeah, like the last, honestly, I'm going to say this, the last thing related to doppelgangers that I've seen was that episode of Doctor Who with the Santarans in season four, yeah. where it was a doppelganger of Martha. And I was like, yeah. man, I really wish there was more like, you know. A it's c- such a unique form of horror. And I like that they made it so the doppelgangers actually, they they had human characteristics. So like the fact that they were underground and weren't with people. Yeah, who and they copied and they, they exact they copied the exact movements of them overground, but they were like mindless. Yeah, it, no, I, I found that really like you know endearing. I, I I don't know if I was thinking too deep about the film, but um I I I don't know if he was trying to say that there's a monster within all of us. That's pretty much what he he even said that it's like monsters within everyone. Is that the people that were underground had no souls? By the way, we should have mentioned this already massive spoilers for Yo, us. if you're watching this like, at this point if it, go, if it goes without saying that if you're watching a coffee club podcast about a film expect spoilers we every can't. single episode and video we're gonna upload it's gonna have spoilers on yeah so i'd say if you want to watch the film then don't watch this unless you want an opinion on the film and what happened so you get you get spoiled kind of C- can we just talk about the casting the casting was so oh, good the casting was the most on point casting J- jordan peele has a thing with casting perfectly for films yes like get out was so well cast as in we literally just watched the scene at the lunch like the lunch scene between the family and get out yeah that was so well done and the writing of 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 get out is is even better it's when so you rewatch tight. it because when you rewatch it yeah I, I i hadn't watched it since 2018 and i was watching it and i was thinking holy shit this is creepy as fuck because yeah. you know their intentions it's like you were saying at the scene where the policeman is taking the dude's id and the guy's like obviously because it's a policeman he's going to take your id yeah uh, that that's a normal thing that but every police officer does but the woman yeah do rose it, comes it, in it, and says that oh you don't need to do that yeah. fuck that don't do that but at yeah. first you're like oh strong independent woman standing up for the black minorities but, but then, actually it's, it's yeah, strong it's independent <laughs> woman trying to fucking kill a minority yeah it's pretty much because it's like the way it's that spoilers for get out as well the way in which they did this was that the policeman as you've said before policeman asked for chris who's the main character's id when you watch it the first time you think it's like oh a policeman doing a thing because policemen are racist to black people in like we live in a society kind of thing yeah. but then you realize the reason why rose stood up for him is so that there wouldn't be a paper trail leading to the house in the case that chris went missing yeah so that was like good hindsight writing you, you uh you say that obviously you you don't care too much about like his like intentions when it comes to race and yeah. his racial motives mm-hmm. but I, I think that's one thing he's really good at because when you get some disney films which try yeah. to 
incorporate a lot of like feminism and diversity and, ra- and racial but, but sometimes stuff, yeah. it's like it's so in your face it's it's it's, it's annoying one problem we could that's one problem people had with captain marvel it yeah. was like it was very ham-fisted like you know especially people, the trailers and not just the trailers i think one of the scenes like i know we're deviating but this is kind of relevant to what we're going to talk about but with captain marvel especially with one that's you know that scene where she constantly falls down and crashes and everything yeah. it felt if it, if it hadn't had any other context other than it's just showing her failing and getting back up again it would have been a cool scene but then they added the undertone saying that oh you're a woman you can't drive a car it's yeah, like yeah. come on it's, we, we it, know we get it but jordan peele is a fucking master of explaining like racial issues in america for african americans without, without making it like oh wow he, he yeah. won't he makes it interesting he yeah. makes your mind think about actual racial issues yeah. in america and obviously there aren't fucking people out there well i don't know if there are but as far as i know there aren't people out there who are trying to lure in black people so they can fucking take over their bodies yeah like, but <laughs> it's like yeah. it, it's like the the tones and some of this minor things in there mm-hmm. is it show it shows that there is still racism in in the yeah. world and also it's the script as well with the, some of the intricacies that he wrote in the script people were like you know oh it's so ham-fisted but even there he was making fun of the people who make their entire identity about politics like yeah. for example when the father in get out said he'd vote for obama the third or fourth third it, time yeah, yeah. That it's, kind of it, stuff. It, it, it's literally that is a thing that's yeah. a fucking thing like yeah. when somebody I, I i remember it was ages it might have been in uni yeah. and i was sat down with uh, a few mates and we were just talking about politics yeah, yeah. and one of our friends was black and yeah. the other white fucking dude some just turns to him says oh yeah i i, I would have voted for obama, uh, uh, i think it was obama yeah, yeah. yeah and it's just like well done can <laughs> well you imagine done. can you imagine if i if i turned to you and said hey faf i would have voted for obama oh <laughs> that would be like oh okay that's cool thanks it's like, like it's like all right then if anything, these things in my mind are like, I'm not racist, but like it shows that you're, it, you're, it, you're making people uncomfortable. And yeah. like, that's not what exactly, And that's want. not what, that's one thing that Jordan Peele did so well in like all of his films, especially Us, because Us wasn't really about race, but people who are watching it are now conditioned to think that every single one of Jordan Peele's projects is something to do with race or something like that which is one thing that if we move into Us now that film did a very good job in making it like you know it's not it really isn't that deep we're talking about stuff like you know racial prejudice not even racial prejudice like doppelgangers what yeah. what happens if there's a version of yourself that has no soul and I, it's coming after you I, I don't think if there was a single thing in the film to do with race apart from the fucking the police scene which was funny in its own right yeah but that 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 was, that was funny that was right. funny. some people didn't like that scene but I've, I I just like that scene because they yeah. never so it. should we just go over the film from the beginning I guess yes yeah. so, so I think well, the way it started was it was the cold open where it was set in 1987 or something so, yeah. and it was around the 1987 1989 or something and it was in a beach and it was the main character who's called adelaide she was there at the beach with the two parents the, the parents that were there and it was like neglect as in they weren't really talking to her much it was her birthday she had like a toffee apple and everything and the parents were saying let me try this thing i think the dad was like let me do whack-a-mole and if yeah, you look at the yeah. whack-a-mole thing, he was, he was really bad while the other guy was like banging it out like he was really good. And he, he and Adelaide walks off on her own. At first, there's red flags. Why are you walking off on your own? You're like, why, why stay with, if you stick with your parents in a time like this in the night where it's thunder, 
don't walk away. I so guess it's like, kids you know, do just do that. I used to do that as a kid. I, used I didn't to really used to like wander off in like in a th- I, in a theme park I, as well. I had a habit as a kid, genuinely, of I I my parents tell me this. I um I remember some brief memories, but like oh well very vaguely but it was like a case of like i would we would be in a very crowded place even in like a city or a town yep. and i would just fucking wander off and i don't know why to do it oh. i just used to stray off yeah and then we i would go i one time ended up in a police station because 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 <laughs> I, I i i got lost and this i i tried to speak to somebody and fucking thank god it wasn't a child snatcher because i said i was <laughs> oh lost god. and i lost my parents and i ended up at a police station and then my parents came and picked me up in supermarkets so you still always get lost and, uh, and oh, it would be like so and so come to the front, front because your son is here oh, that must be embarrassing it was like well it's not embarrassing na- like now and I wasn't embarrassed back then oh yeah. no the main one I know this is this is video recorded right yep so we were on a ship and we were going We it was like a three day cruise thing but we were meant to land in a certain country it might have been I think we were going to France but it goes round the ocean slowly uh, as like a cruise like a mini cruise and we um i i'm in my room with my bro my two brothers and my sister and my dad and my mum are in a separate cabin mm-hmm. um and i get up and i and this is all recorded i get up and start arguing i'm like five years old six years old and i start <laughs> arguing with them and i i legit just like go no i might have been younger than five probably about four yeah four, four, you just argue four about five. stuff about four and, yeah and, 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 and yeah it's about three in the morning and i just get up and fucking um, walk out and I'm not wearing any clothes <laughs> you're I'm, naked yeah I'm naked <laughs> uh, and, and this is all recorded um, and I'm just fucking apparent and the bit where I'm walking round but isn't but apparently um, there was like a a signal on the ship uh, of where the captain I, w- I literally had walked into the captain or something <laughs> uh, and, and my parents got called to the deck or some shit to pick up their son <laughs> He was walking around the ship naked. I just like walking naked around the thing. And you're just like, yeah, you're just in a bad mood. You're just like the moodiest Yeah, that's what it was. Appa- <laughs> apparently, though, according to my dad, I think it's my dad or my mum, apparently I was like just constantly talking to trying to talk to the to the dude and asking if i could drive the ship or some shit uh, i don't know i was much more i was much more adventurous as a kid as i am now yeah which leads uh, which leads us back to you know them walking like adelaide walking on her own and then she goes into a hall of mirrors and the first thing i remember one thing i hated about get out and I, it's just one pet peeve was the jump scares and get out Apart from the really well done one where the deer runs across the car. That's smart, yeah. Yeah, the, what, there was a jump scare in Get Out where Georgina, who's like the, the black mother, the, the black, you know, the woman that got lobotomized by the yeah. family. She, Chris walks in front of the camera, right? But then at the back, Georgina like just walks across the corridor and there's like that jump scare sound there. You're just like, fuck off when you hear it. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And there it's was like, also the one which we just saw of when he's watching... Um, when, when she goes, I'll go get the dessert and the door opens and she's just there. She's just standing there. And that was freaky. the, yeah. Uh, to, in Peel's defense, it does shoot Get Out, but it, if he really wanted to, he could have put it in us. Yeah. If, 
Like, maybe us would have suited it even more. I think in us, I think in us, there was one jump scare, like that one first jump scare with the owl in the Hall of Mirrors. Yes. You know, when the owl just popped out and you're just like, oh, yeah. It's like when that happened, I was just like, oh no, mm. we're gonna get one of those jump scares. But then I, no other jump scares really I, happened. I, it, that may, I don't know if this is intentional genius, but maybe it, he meant it. So we have one jump scare, and then throughout the entire you're film, on edge. You're on fucking edge. Yeah, I, I remember because I think after after the owl jump scare happens, she walks through the hall of mirrors, and then she walks there. It's like it's like you know she hears whistling. Yeah. Or it's like does she whistle first? She she whistles first. She and then whistles. She first. hears a whistle in response, and you're like, wait, there's someone there with her, and you're like, oh my god. Then she backs up into a wall where normally you'd see a reflection, but the reflection on the other side doesn't move. And then she turns around and all of a sudden it just cuts about 30 years later and they're going to the same place. Why would they... I think one thing about Jordan Peele, one thing about us that a lot of people critique about the film was how you had to have suspension of disbelief throughout the entire film because how is it... Doesn't they make a point about coincidences in Mm. the film? But how is it that 30 years later they come back to the same place as an entire family... And they're going there on holiday to the same beach with the same people at the same time as everything going on. I I think a lot of it was meant to be biblical. Yeah, because uh, that yeah. Jeremiah eleven yeah. is like is it verse eleven? Yeah, yeah it's like, and, and I think the whole concept of the Bible is this date is set and this date will happen. And wait, no, something that's really quickly. I might I might just uh, I might search this right now. But there was something really interesting about Jeremiah. I can't remember because since I, I haven't read the Bible, I'm, I'm not. A is Christian. Jordan Peele religious? Uh, I don't. He's not religious. He's, he's not religious. Let me Christianity just, in the Bible is just a very yeah, I just typed in Jeremiah eleven eleven. It, it auto completed, and everyone's doing theories about it. But eleven eleven means, um, let's see, eleven eleven. I swear, used to mean luck. Like when it gets let, to eleven yeah, eleven, you see. close your eyes and you wish. Therefore, therefore, thus saith the Lord: Behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearken unto them. So basically, it's like bring evil into the world. I think it's still... When that one guy who had the thing... It was really weird. I noticed that they lingered on that shot of the guy holding that box saying Jeremiah 11, 11 yeah. for very long. And I was like, oh, it's going to be one of those things where it was like, you know, it's coincidence. I, I, she she also said in the, in the Whack-A-Mole right before, she said, I'll take the 11 one as well. So I was like, yeah. whoa. And if you notice, I noticed the detail as well. The score on Whack-A-Mole when the camera changed was 11, I believe. So I think... It is all about yeah. coincidence. Yeah, and it's literally all about coincidences. Um, and I think that's like meant to back it even more in terms of the biblical thing. Yeah. Um, and I think... I mean, it's a. I mean, a lot of films and stories are based on religious texts, yeah. not just from Christianity, but from a lot of religions. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, even in Marvel, like gods and stuff, you know. Yeah, gods and 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 Zack Schneider really trying to do it in the in the Superman. Yes, kind of he thing. was trying to make yeah, like um, Superman into like that god a god figure where it was like God can be questioned kind of thing. It's smart. It is smart because. Most of the world are religious, obviously. I, well, I know, yeah. So you're playing on their religion. Yeah. <laughs> but um, clowning on it. I mean, I like I like Man of Steel and stuff. So I, I, uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, do you, do you want to actually? Should we should do you? We should probably talk about Zack Snyder in a bit because yeah, well, we will we will get onto him because yeah. there's something very interesting Sorry, that happened that to him. Bad. Really, <laughs> there's but, something very interesting that's happened to him recently. But we will get onto that after we've talked about. I think I think I'm gonna burp. I think. I'm gonna burp. <laughs> Oh, oh, that was brutal. 
Oh yeah. my god, I felt it from here. Oh my god, it's it's going yeah, from here. But yeah. So oh, before like before we go on to Zack Schneider and everything, I think when it so as the film progresses and the, like us progresses, coincidences keep happening more and more. And then the little kid. One thing I really liked was that the child actors were actually good in this film. So fucking good, man. These kids, so good. these kids. I hope they have a good. They have a good like acting, acting career. career because they were genuinely like they were one of the best parts of the film and everything because they sold they sold the family thing. The girl was really good. Yeah, she she's so good and. The one thing about the one thing about having young, bo- I, I'm not gonna say this. I would say the well, young boys especially. Cause I don't, I don't think it's about people having like young girls in like horror films. They, they don't really have much to do other than be creepy, pretty much. Like young girls. When it comes to young boys, I've noticed in horror films, it's like especially. Well, like, girls are easier to make creepier because they have high pitched voice. Yeah, I know, but it's like with young boys. I remember watching Lights Out, and the child actor in Lights Out was so bad. It was like. Child actors in most films are bad. I know, because it's very hard to do, that kind of stuff. What's this film where... I can't even remember the name of the film. I was watching a video about a film... Where the child actors are terrible, and I cannot remember what it is. There's, there's loads of films where child actors are terrible. Where you could say Jurassic World. Nah, I, I can't remember. What. Was is it Jurassic World the one that came out in 2016? It came out in 20. Ooh, no, it came out in 2015. Yeah, well, yeah. I was that. That's the one with fucking Chris Pratt. Yeah. Yeah, Chris Pratt. The child actors in that are fucking shit. Yeah, it's like it's a far cry from having child actors from way before where they used Macaulay to. Be, like, Culkin, you know, what a child actor. Yeah, fucking. Uh, uh, and he still could have a career. He still got it. He's it's weird because. It, obviously, Home Alone was so long ago. It was, so but he's long still ago. young. But he's still, yeah. He can. I my predictions are Macaulay Culkin has a big, big return because he is getting. I don't know if it's noticeable to you, but it's noticeable to me. I don't know how the fuck we've gone to Home Alone actors, but um, he's being more involved in the media. He's meeting up with more uh, big people on yeah, YouTube. He went YouTube on Joe Rogan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, talk and he's talking about his past and stuff. So I think I, he's gonna have a blow up soon. And he. He's done indie stuff as well. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a blow up soon. I but hope in, he does. Yeah, I, th- I think in general, child actors, it's like us prove that you can. Do, you, you under a good director, you can direct like child actors Why really can't well. Kids be good actors. I know. I think no. I think it's because it's, it's like their direction pretty much. There are lots of rules in the film industry put in place for child actors to be protected, which is there's why also, they never do stunts and everything. There's also a very dark case of pedophilia in Hollywood. Yeah, exactly. Um, as in, we don't. I, it's like very, very. A, you yeah, know. there's. It's obviously plagued the industry in, in Hollywood. Yeah. But so Hollywood recently, they want to protect. They want to protect children and everything. But I it, think. Well, un- you, imagine being an a an kid actor whilst being like you're being molested at the same time. Like that is you're fucking un- grim. Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. that's. Honestly, I'm not saying it's 100 percent the reason, but that's probably a reason for a lot of child actors being shit because they they're don't being thrown do, they into these fucking horrible people directing them. And, there, and also, even that, it's like so. I wouldn't say because it's like we're kind of putting the whole thing about all directors being fucking nonsense. Not all directors like, are nonsense, but, but there but are, are say, quite a few. We're saying that the whole mindset behind doing a film in general is that if you have a friendly director who's got very good chemistry with the actors as well and as an actor yes. themselves, they'd probably direct you a bit better than someone who goes there and Should, says, "Do this." Yeah. Jordan Peele's an actor he's himself. Got, he's a writer himself. He's got he's friends with pretty much all the cast members. He's like yeah, it's like their mate. Yeah, can, and that's what a director should be. Yeah, as in you should you should be able to treat them as if like you know your mate act this well and then do that this kind of stuff. Not like you know this is your job act. You, just look at it as when you were a kid, your favorite teacher was the one that you thought was your friend. Yeah, exactly. So it's like 
Jordan Peele, I think Jordan Peele's like had his way with like you know he has his way with acting as uh, because some of the scenes in Us, as in if you continue on to the film when the doppelgangers first appear in the in the driveway that felt that scene's fucking scary that scene is cre- oh that scene generally i remember i saw in the trailer one thing i i can i'm very happy about is that the trailer i'm going to say this right now the trailer did overplay the the um the uh-huh. invasion like the house invasion i re- I, I went into it in, blind yeah fraser went into it blind i'd seen the trailer so when in the trailer when they move you know when like the four standing holding hands and all of a sudden they move in the trailer it's accompanied by a very loud banging sound and a bunch of screaming and everything so I was expecting that throughout the entire scene where they were but moving and I was like I was on the edge of my seat the, the um what was I going to say um I, I felt like that scene was the peak of the horror in the film and then it got less scary yeah ex- that's the problem because when you introduce the whole doppelganger thing you don't want to keep that, doing it the mystery yeah. the mystery of the entire thing was what fueled the horror up until the fact that they got revealed and i remember the audience immediately started laughing when adelaide's doppelganger was and, speaking and, and this, i was like yeah. what yeah and this is where the problem of the tonal issues came the in tony the tone of the film was very inconsistent i it think it was it was like it was trying to be a comedy horror. Because that's the thing. Jordan Peele is a comedy writer. Yes. As in he's a comedian and it everything. It was funny. It yeah, was it's funny. It's funny and it, it was organic. It, yes. But and it, but, but the jokes worked. And that's very rare for a horror film. The jokes were The funny. jokes were... It wasn't like a, a cutaway that they'd say like, oh, it was a quip. Like, yeah, the, oh, that's the big disgusting. Dude, the big... The main like Winston dude. Duke. Yeah, yeah, Winston Duke. Yeah. He was funny as fuck. He's funny. He's goofy. He's like that yeah. goofy dad kind of and trope. He, yeah. And... I think the com- comedy can still work in horror films, but I, I just think the, the co- if the jokes were still there and it got rid of more light-hearted shit, then yeah. it would have Because you can play dark jokes like he kind of did into yeah. it. He, and he, and didn't, that, he doesn't get out as well. Like, he does comedy, but it gets... The comedy is organic enough to you to laugh or you'll be like, get, huh. Get like Out that. is... I, well, I would say I'd, get, get I'd out say is a masterpiece. masterpiece. I'd, is, say it's a, it's I'd say it's a masterclass so in horror. It's, yeah. it's probably... I would say it's my favourite horror film. I'd, I'd say you haven't watched enough horrors to judge what is your favourite. I'd say Get Out is a good contender for the top five. You, you know yeah. how much I hate horror films. Yeah, I know. I've watched, I've watched a lot. See, the reason I hate horror films is because yep. when I was a teenager and a young adult, well, I still am a young adult, but when I was, before, when I was in my teens, yep. it was the main genre I used to watch. So I have watched, oh, I've watched I can so many horror films. Yep. So yep so many and, and you I watched sto- it at a time like that as well so I, it's I, like I was watching horror film horror was my favourite genre between 2010 and 2015 and that's the dark ages of horror because it's, every horror film that came out was shit yeah the best film the best horror film that came out between my years of horror Sinister yes Sinister yes sorry. Sinister was good Sinister but was but it, it sorry sorry yeah I was gonna say yeah, what was about Sinister I was gonna say Sinister was good but given the fact that Sinister was in the era of terrible horror films, I thought to myself back in the day that that Sinister was genius. Yeah. But then I saw Get Out and I was like, wow. Yeah, that's like insane. Yeah. I, I think Sinister is a masterclass in horror, like straight horror, because my God, watching those clips are creepy. But Get Out was more of a, like, Jordan Peele was like an overall kind of director that proved that writing, he mm. could make the writing scary other than just the atmosphere. Mm. And which is what I was going to say about Us. I think I was going to mention it. The tone in Us was like, 
after the family got revealed and everything and they revealed that doppelgangers are all around the place it instantly just got lighthearted and jokey like you knew that it was like these characters literally i think spoilers but when the when i think the moment that pluto like well the kid jason and that other kid like his doppelganger went into that room and were doing the magic trick and everything that's when i thought to myself this is when the film turns into a completely different film yeah um and there's one quip I said to you in the cinema, didn't I? Yeah. I said to you, the most overused joke in film right now yep. is when the fucking um, uh, Alexa. Yeah, Alexa or, uh, or it was Ophelia. It was Ophelia, Ophelia in that film. When they're machines that you can speak to say something which when you want speaking to them. It's the most overused joke. Yeah, because so it started with like 2013 Vine when it was like, say, do this. And then Alexa says, okay, buying a PS4 for 200 million pounds. And you're like, yeah. no, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. It, but it was it's like, such an overused joke. Yeah, because in the film, what happened was, yeah, so in the film, what happened was the other white family there, they got stabbed by and like slit, their throat slit by the doppelgangers. And that was kind of, it was, I actually really liked that scare because it was like, you weren't seeing it coming. It wasn't a loud sound. All you did was the camera panned up and you saw the doppelganger gangers and you're like wait fuck and then they just get killed now as the mother's still alive and she crawls across the ground for like mercy and then she asks the ophelia she asks the alexa thing there to call the police to which the alexa thing responds with okay playing fuck the police by nwa the audience laughed but i was me and fraser just looked at each other and we were just like uh yeah, if NWA yeah. came on in another way, because I liked the NWA when they were killing them. Yeah, like yeah. when the f- at the main family came in and it was playing that, to yeah, NWA. That, did say that, that was cool, man. That is, that a, that is cool. a mad statement. It was uh, like you liked it when the NWA started killing them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, but I, I it's like, it kind of drives into the point of like I feel like the reason horror in between 2010 and 2015 was so bad is because of the evolution of modern technology and social media. Yeah, so um, it made people want to go like, let me try and copy that kind of yeah, stuff. Which is why I didn't I, like about, Remember yeah. Unfriended? Unfriended. Oh, yeah, 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 God, yeah. I do not want to talk it, it, like it, that film. It, mobile phones and Macs and all that shit so started a trend of the same, same horror films. Smart houses, when the lights in the houses get When turned, lights in the house yeah, turn off and yeah, everything. Uh, and, the, and the houses are like glass. Or like mobile phone, your, yes. like your phone signals out. Wait, that means I can get 4G or something like yeah. that. So yeah. You, you, technology is so vital to so many horror films. And it's not just... 2010 Blair Witch Project yep. good horror film relied on okay, okay, horror, okay film. horror film yeah, well. it, good for its time yes because it was actually unique it was good. Um, Paranormal Activity the first yes. one and, no, I, these, I think the first three arguably the first three films relied all on technology exactly and then there's but Get Out I mean, okay, the oldest. The, to to an extent, to yeah, an extent. But for 90% of the film does not rely on technology. At all. Um, uh, it's psychological horror. Yeah, it's like it fucks with you. That's what horror should be. And yeah. whenever a horror film doesn't rely on technology, that it makes sense. Now, if it was Alien or yeah. um, fucking The Martian, is that a horror film? Martian is mainly... I'd say I've never more, watched it, sci- but... Sci- I, no, it's not horror. It's sci-fi. It's what's like, that film where they go on to a... Pla- they go on to like the moon and they find... That's it. Apollo 18. Ah, That yeah. was shit. It was shit. <laughs> yeah. It was shit. But I'm saying like films like that though, if they're scientists and they find 
like an alien. It, yeah. That life, those I remember. Sorry, sorry, I remember that film. Life it was with Jake, Jake Gyllenhaal, um, Ryan Reynolds, and yeah, Great Rebecca, cast. Rebecca Ferguson. Life. That's a really good cast. Yeah, it was. I'd say that film was genuinely one of those scientists. Like, wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, and science films that makes sense when the narrative is based on technology. Fair yeah. enough. But when your film is a grounded film and then everything that's scary happens because somebody fucking called you on FaceTime, but it's not actually somebody calling you on FaceTime. It's like, it's like a creepypasta thing. It's like, who was phone? It's Creep, like, yeah. I don't like it. Creepypasta's ruined horror. <laughs> that genuinely. I'm going to get onto this in a bit, but with us, that's the way technology kind of tonal shift in the film. Because when the NWA started playing and they were like doing that kind of stuff, at first, I was like, this is a clever writing trick because before in the film... Adelaide called the police. She asked her to call the police and everything. And like Winston Duke's character was like, oh, nah, don't worry about it. There shouldn't be much of a problem because the police are coming anyway. I even turned to you and said, where's the police? Exactly. You said, where's the police? And then when fuck the police played, they were literally, A, it mirrored what the audience were being like. They were like, fuck the police. They didn't arrive when they called her. And when they do, Alexa doesn't do anything. But then you realize this is a wider issue because it's happening across America. So the cops couldn't come anyway. And I think that's why he had to make it such a big thing because yeah. it wouldn't have worked if it was everyone. If because it was just like... If the police turned up in five minutes, they would have shot them dead. They would have shot them dead because it's and the invaders film. and everything. But if they made it like... It's based on... You know, I read about this, but it's actually based on, you know, the Hands Across America thing in the beginning of the film, that advert. Yeah. That was an actual thing that happened in the 1980s. That was a real thing where they had... The campaign was to get people to join hands across the whole of America. Why? It I can't remember what it was protesting, Something but it to was together. Race. It wasn't race. It was just complete. It was just completely. I can't remember that was, final shot when they were doing it. Yeah, no, that scene. that was basically what the nineteen eighty thing was trying to do, but never got that far. This one was kind of you know that's why th- I think towards the end of the film it got a bit weird, which is why the tonal shift I wasn't really a big fan of. Because remember when they started killing the family and they had everything and they were stabbing each other and everything, and then when they go into the car they make a joke about how it's like I'm driving the car because I've got the highest kill counts in the family like and it was like how many kills do you have it felt weird yeah it it was in character but if i wouldn't i wouldn't even say in character i'd say that was that was a bit odd because it's like you know i'm driving the car because i killed the most people in my family i was like after a traumatizing night where you've seen your doppelgangers chase after you and murder someone yeah and it it was very strange as well because it was like there were some moments of where you know the moment of where the mum is killing one of the one of the, the younger the, the girls, twin, the, the twin, and she's yeah. getting really aggressive. Yeah, like she's doing stabbing it. her to yeah. death. Yeah, I, and I know it goes with the twist. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, in fact, I didn't even think about. It. But it, it also shows like because they were all getting into the killing. Yeah, and it that shows a darker side to humanity. Yeah, and that's what it should have been about fully in my eyes. So I when they're like, doing yeah. these things, and then they're like, "I've got a high kill count." It's like. it doesn't match the tone it doesn't match it because it's like you've just done this so let me just say like oh look i just just killed just killed these people well well what a joke that kind of stuff i also felt that towards when i i remember jay that that little boy like the jay jason his character it felt really weird for me because it was like you know they had to as in jordan peele had to try and speed things up a bit because it wouldn't it shouldn't be still be confused about what's going on yeah. like you know the scene where it looked like you know it, um when when the kid was gonna burn the car and everything yeah. you thought that car was gonna blow up because yeah. the gasoline thing and the way the camera was working but one thing i felt weird about it the scene was kind of cool looking but when jason started walking back and then the other kid was walking back into the fire i felt that that was a bit weird 
weird as well. I think that's the one problem that I, that's one of the problems that I had about us. It was like Jordan Peele tried to go for you know it was a high concept idea, but you need to suspend your disbelief or else it's going to end up you're going to be asking so many questions because the ending of the film the end i think the ending was my biggest problem with the film so leading up onto it jason gets kidnapped adelaide has to now go and rescue jason yeah the, the final act wasn't very yeah. good so adelaide has to rescue jason because her doppelganger has abducted him and she goes back into the um the hall of mirrors from the beginning of the film when she goes back into the hall of mirrors the first tip towards the twist is that she knows where she's going immediately she immediately finds the directions she's not like feeling around the place she immediately goes to the mirrors and everything the second tip of though that the ending was a bit weird was when she finally finds a doppelganger and then a doppelganger starts explaining away the entire just giving it dumping exposition it felt so unlike the rest of the film yeah. where it's like you need to find an idea because people are going to start asking questions like where did all these doppelgangers come from and it was like let me it, let, was, let's, it was just a big expedition yeah then. so yeah so it was like let me explain it away by saying that oh it was a government experiment gone wrong and i felt that that was a bit odd for them to wait say is that. that what it was it was a government experiment to control the human population i mean so it was an experiment by the government to control the population of america by making clones somehow so it was only and then an american thing yeah so an american thing and then they failed so they kept all of them underground and they were mirroring the uh, they were mirroring all the acts like for just a or just a side note about that scene they used a technique that i hadn't been seeing in many films where both the foreground and the background are in focus like that wasn't v it wasn't vfx that was like the way the camera was doing yeah. as in they were standing there but they both focused on them the same time i think it's called a split diopter effect that's a quick fun fact of the day go google that if you want to but when she was explaining away how the americans had the experiment <laughs> and that went wrong i felt that that was weird that's like her just going like you know oh experiment gone wrong let's just let's let's do it was literally a gamers rise up moment where it was like you know oh i was i came i came with knowledge on how to function as a human society so yeah. i i got the twist is that the like the twist is that the main character adelaide has actually been the the doppelganger this whole time which explains a lot in the previous film like she couldn't not previous film but in the previous hour of the film like she couldn't talk after she got abducted and everything but that's because she was learning the language she was a doppelganger she couldn't speak english she swapped places in that scene at the very beginning of the film meaning that she grew up the doppelganger grew up with a new family where whereas the actual person in the beginning of that film grew up around doppelgangers who couldn't speak and since she got strangled and she was with people who couldn't speak she herself could only speak in like a hoarse kind of voice so when that exposition happened they then had a fight Mm. And that that felt as in the music was like whoa the music blew out the speakers and sounded good but that fight felt really weird as in i, I think I, was... I i did see i try not to speak too much during the film because we were sat next to it was weird because we were in a cinema which was pretty empty but these two people just decided to sit next to us yeah uh, maybe they like, were our gangers. Uh, yeah but, they, um, but yeah so i couldn't really say much during it but i kept looking at you like being like what's going on here because the final act uh, it put me off because yeah. the film was so scary. It was yeah. so tense and everything was so good. But it 
it's weirdly had a bit of a drop off. And yeah, I, had, I think, think that was it. I think that was a third act drop off because one thing that Get Out did so well was that the third act was so satisfying to yeah. watch. But with us, I think he tried to get that same thing. But the problem is he tried to go for one of those downer kind of endings where you're like, wait, wait a second. Is the ending really happy or is it more bittersweet? I was yeah. like, yeah. With Get Out, it was a happy ending apart from the alternate cut. But it was like... He was, he was experimenting his writing. Like, yeah. And it didn't... It, it was a really good idea, which wasn't executed perfectly, yeah, it, but was, it was it, still good. Yeah, I was like, if Jordan Peele had played it out like a Twilight Zone or a Black Mirror episode, people would be more accepting as the film other than just a high-concept doppelganger thriller. Yeah. So I'd say in general, like with the twist as well, you could see that Jason knew. Like the kid knew. That was cool. I liked that. I, I, I like that. I like that they made the character smart, as in he deduced that from what he saw, like when she started like screaming and was like animalistic. Not just kids. Yeah, it was like it's clearly not there, that. That so. kid, he he was the most consistent character throughout the whole thing. Yeah, he was the most consistent because he was there when he he when he was he wasn't really killing people. He was just saying that he was trying to like save people, and, and he had a connection with his own doubleganger. Yeah, you no, know, he you know, all all of them did, but he had more of them because the, the his he had doubleganger a more was more of a peaceful connection yeah he had a peaceful whereas connection whereas the girls was fucking yeah the girl was that was, that was creepy as fuck the yeah. girl was fucking really creepy yeah uh, as in the other one even the her other death the was creepy her death was creepy because I was like wait what happened to her because it wasn't got, clear she just got killed in the tree she got she got impaled by the tree impaled by the tree yeah because I was wondering what happened why is she like that did nothing happen because why is she moving about I was like wait because yeah. when the way she flew off the car I was like I didn't think it was going to kill her. I didn't think it was going to kill her either. Maybe, yeah, I thought the jump scare was actually still alive and then she finishes the job, but no, it just didn't do anything. Yeah, I think there. he was just trying to get past the cliche that she would still be alive. Yeah, but I, I think that was kind of funny where he was walking. like, ah, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But all in all, I'd say as a film, Us is not as tight as Guess Out, but it was still enjoyable. It's still probably going to be the best horror this year. Uh, that is, that is, you say that, but I think quite a good horror films are coming out. Like Guillermo del Toro is making, you know, scary stories to tell in the dark. He's no. a, he's a very, very good horror series. I think he's, a, he's adapting them. Like, it's like different stories. It's like, it's like Grizzly Tales for Gruesome Kids, but gone up to like 18 rated. Mm. But, what is it just going to be? Uh, scary stories. It's literally scary stories. It's like, Creepy pastas, but good. That kind of yeah. that that's kind of Those, all. You I haven't can... sold me. Yeah, I wasn't a very good. Seller. Uh, Guillermo, did Guillermo del Toro not sell you? Do you no. know the director of Shape of Water? I know. I know who yeah, he is. yeah. Uh, it's hard to do without watching. I think you should just watch like the the. the it, all, all we've got is like if you're familiar with scary stories to tell in the dark, you'd probably enjoy the film coming up because it's genuinely good. Yeah. The problem is I can't sell it as a standalone, so yeah. I think. I think that is it for the us conversation. Should yeah. we move over to what's happened recently well, in the uh, news with regards to DC? I think we should speak because I wanted to speak about we the horror genre for a bit. Let's. Oh yeah, no, because DC. Oh, although this that kind of leads DC into DC because I, no, it kind of leads in because DC is now run by horror genre directors. So it's oh, what, really? uh, James the 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 team behind the Conjuring franchise now runs DC instead of Zack Snyder. But it's like is Snyder no longer part of it then? Yeah, it's, it's I kind of freaked it. I didn't know what he was doing because this. Wait, are we talking about horror? Or are we talking about uh, yeah. Now I just said that something. So we will get to Zack Snyder in okay. a bit. But in terms of the horror genre, we can talk about how horror genres having a massive resurgence recently. I've said this in one of my videos. I think it's having a resurgence because of Jason Blum. 
Paramount made the biggest mistake of their lives firing Jason Blum from their studio because he went on to make Blumhouse Productions, a studio notorious for financing low-budget horror films, getting a massive profit from yeah. them. And he selective. He goes to any director. Like, if you have a good concept, he'll come to you and you'll be like, hey, you want to make it into a film? Sure, here's some money. Make it into a film. Here's the cast. He's Jason Blum. I think... If we could attribute the growth of the horror genre to Jason Blum, I think, because yeah. a lot of the films that you've seen has the Blumhouse Productions line. Even films that aren't even horror, like Whiplash, that's Blumhouse. Whiplash is fucking dope. Whip, Whiplash is a class film. It's not a horror film, but Blum, Jason Blum was behind it. Like yeah. he was one of the producers. I really think that horror genre had a dark, like dark ages. Same with like games and games and film had a. It started with Paranormal Activity too. Even though well, that do you say two? I like that film. I think Paranormal Activities there. one and two were good, but that's because Paranormal Activity one three made was so much money. Three was good. Four was shit. Oh, I remember that. Oh my god! Which four one was, was the one where it was randomly in fucking Mexico? Oh, uh, that's the marked ones. What that's a the, weird film. That man. was weird, but I feel like that was a good explanation to what happened in the third one because that led into yeah. the third yeah, one. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I felt like I watched it. Have they like, given up with the franchise? Oh uh, no, it finished. They had the final film, and what? the final film was horrible. What the fuck was that? Called? It was Paranormal Activity: The Ghost Dimension in 3D. It was like the Ghost Dimension in oh. 3D. What? It's so wank, man. It's like it, it. No, the problem is the Paranormal Activity was so scary because that people thought the first film was real. It was done. It was so Wait, well really? done. Yeah. No. So like a fucking um, what's it called again? What's that film I literally mentioned? Like Blair, Blair Witch Blair Project. Witch. Like people Blair, thought it, that was It real. was the modern, that was at the time a modern day Blair Witch Project. People thought Paranormal Activity was real. It was so, genuinely, I went into that blind. I didn't watch a trailer, but I saw the poster. That's the first time a horror poster has actually kind of creeped me out. Yeah, because it was a room. It was, it was just a room and they were just there in the bed and there's a shadow, but there's no one there with an empty hallway. Please, is, please can more horror people if you're gonna make a film like that make it look real yeah i think that's the problem though it's very hard to make it look convincing the last thing the last time a horror director did something which was like you know it was people thought it was going to be the film but it wasn't was adam wingard with the blair witch remake they knew that they couldn't make I it real watched it. Was it good? I, uh, no it was shit well, uh, it was called blair witch yeah it? i know it was like i think they tried to go for the modernization for it and i thought it was enjoyable the first time i watched it the second time i watched it i realized just how shit it was you know in general as a narrative just watch point. blair witch so what happened was so what it's on netflix as well but with blair witch Wait, really yeah blair witch oh, is on netflix but yeah list. so um the way they marketed the film was on a completely different name called the woods it was just called the woods what blair witch yeah so what happened i think is, i might know about that the first trailer it said like something's evil is hiding in the woods and you're like oh shit this looks like a good and original found footage horror film because like the trailer had like Has the Sorry, yeah so the trailer had like the typical you know the the slow the slow woman singing a yeah. rendition of a 80s song and it was like like every step you take i'll be watching you and i'll be like that was creepy i was like wow good trailer then i never heard anything about the film ever again until san diego comic-con so at comic-con they as it's that video i think that was a really good marketing strategy i think you should all really watch just watch the woods or watch blair witch 2016 behind the scenes because the way they marketed that film was genius what happened was 
people walks into the studio people walks into the cinema you know how the cinemas have the posters and like the promotionals for the film like when we went to we'll see Captain Marvel it had the poster mm-hmm. so they had the big poster like pull up of the word the words mm-hmm. and they went into the cinema then the, the film started and about 20 minutes in like snap the twist happens like you realise this is Blair Witch this is a Blair Witch film because it shows a clip from the Blair Witch project and you're like wait what the fuck this is a Blair Witch film people then were like you know people were genuinely excited they walked out the cinema after the film ended every advertisement in the cinema changed from the woods to Blair Witch every social media that the woods was on was changed to Blair Witch 2016 that's fucking cool that was a cool marketing strategy it's a shame the film was so bad why was it bad? So what happened was they tried to capture the magic of the first Blair Witch film by Which having you can't it, because it was unique. Yeah, because A, they couldn't do, they couldn't have it so that the actors were unknown. It was J- James Allen McCune was the main character in the film. I, so it was like, you yeah. couldn't say like, oh, he literally got killed by a witch. It's like, yeah. It was like, they modernized it. So what they did was they started using like, you know, DSLRs and high quality film cameras and drone shots and Not everything. Not scary then. Yeah. But the problem is with the drone shots and stuff, they, they, that was cool how they actually made it canon to the film. Like they made it so they flew a drone up and they looked at to the To see woods. what was happening. Yeah. So I was like, cool shots. The, the, that's cool what you should do. The problem is though, as, as the film progressed, it went into typical horror film territory. You know how Blair Witch Project, people, people are angry at the film now because it literally fucking nothing happened until the end this one they decided let's have Blair Witch on steroids so it's like jump turns scare into, turns into jump, predator. jump scare after jump scare after jump scare do you scare. actually see it? well I've seen yeah I saw it I saw it no I, do you actually see the, the witch? Um, that is what I was going to get onto oh they so, don't show the witch so what happens so what happens is after jump scares and after one of the coolest deaths in the film as in I don't know I don't know whether are you going to do you want me to spoil it or anything but okay. it came out in 2016 so one of the deaths was that they had you know the Blair Witch symbol with the stick like you know the, yeah. the stick yeah, yeah, yeah. now they had a bunch of them around the place and one of the girls picks it up and one of the girls gets angry saying that oh you did this you're just pranking us you're lying to us so she gets one of the she gets one of the sticks and snaps it in half because it and when it snaps it in half the woman in front of her like the girl in front of her who picked up it snaps herself in half it's like a voodoo doll I oh, thought that was the coolest death in the film smart. they spoiled it in the trailers by the way so don't oh, if you've watched God. the trailer yeah Fa- thank thank you Marvel the, I just want to we haven't spoken about Marvel yet but yeah. thank you to Marvel <laughs> For making trailers good again, yeah, but ever just good in general. Yeah, I was like, now you now because of Marvel making these trailers where things aren't spoiled. Yeah, exactly, and everyone's kind of following up with the whole thing as well. Like, it is it's not a coffee club podcast if you don't talk about Marvel. So it's like, I mean, we're gonna get into superheroes. Yeah, but uh, But, um, it's like. Who who wants to watch a trailer where they spoil everything? And everyone complains about that now when it's like spoiling. With Blair Witch, people complained that literally about four, like three deaths were spoiled in the trailer. Yeah. And it was like, why the fuck would you do that? But anyway, with the film towards the end, they're stuck in a house where it's an infinite loop and it's the same house from the first film. And you're like, oh God, this is the same house. But then you see something, the way they do it is that it's like a blur. So it's like a blur and it's like this one long-legged thing that just goes there and then the character screams and then moves the camera away. And I was like, everyone was pissed off because they were like, that's the witch. This lanky, slender woman thing Shouldn't is show the witch. It. No, and then the, the witch d- isn't shown in the, fu- in the first one, right? Not yeah, at all. Yeah. Not at that's all. That's what is fucking scary. You don't know what it is. Yeah. So, but then the director and the writer came out to say that wasn't the witch. That was just a zealot. It was one of the proxies of the witch. I was like, no, that up, was the witch. Shut up, man. That, that's you know, the, that, like, like they, he was trying to say, "Oh, that wasn't the witch." I was like, 
no, that that was the witch. You're trying to backtrack now. It's like you yeah. tried you tried to say that was the witch and be like it's a scary reveal for like half a second and you're like nah that just didn't work but yeah that's the problem with the Blair Witch it was like it went too much into modern horror film found footage territory where it was fake jump scares do, and everything do, do you think that um, uh, found footage films haven't been utilised yet uh, no there's a film called As Above So Below that film was it's on Netflix as well but that film was a case study in how to do a very very good found footage film then fuck it all up in the end Yes. So it's like yeah, that happens a lot. It's, it's the v- ending. Is VHS good? The film VHS. Yes, VHS one and two are good. Three is very shit. Do not watch it. Two had one of the best short horror films. Is VHS in, I've ever the Spanish watched. one? Uh, it's not Spanish. It's a. It's a. There's a horror film which is fan footage. It's Spanish. an anthology. It's an uh, basically VHS. Do, is do an you know an what I'm talking about? There is a there is a fan footage which is Spanish. Wreck. 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 Yes. VHS is the anthology horror films where there's like 10 different directors, 10 different horror stories in one film, that kind of stuff. Yeah. VHS 1 and 2 are good. Cannot recommend it enough. Probably not on Netflix here, but if you do, watch the film when you get the chance. It's genuinely amazing. I haven't watched but it. Wreck. Wreck is probably one of the scariest films I've My watched. My friend always says this to me, but it's Spanish, right? Yeah, Spanish. Yeah. And he says, always just watch it, but I'm not Spanish, man. No, d- uh, watch it, watch it, watch it. Really? It doesn't, it, it's so, don't watch the American remake as well. The but Americans like, fucking remade it? Yeah, it's called Quarantine, it wasn't good. As in, it was good. Quarantine. Quarant- that was, they made a second one as well, didn't they? Yeah, that one, that one was when they used to be went, on Netflix all the time. That, well, that, one, well, that one was when they decided we're not going to copy Wreck anymore. The first one was a direct, I, you say about post you say about trailer spoiling the film the fucking poster spoiled the very last shot of the film Jesus you know it's, it's like the iconic shot as in you wreck has come out years ago so if you haven't watched it cover they cover your eyes your ears or whatever but I'm we're gonna I'm gonna say the spoiler the very last shot of the film is iconic it's like the it's night it's a night vision camera screen it's, isn't it it's yeah it's pitch black to every the main characters and she's looking at the she's looking at the camera and she's like she doesn't know what to happen then suddenly she just gets dragged away and it's like holy shit it yeah. just ends like yeah. that and you're like oh my god what have i just watched yeah then it's the poster the poster for quarantine is literally that scene yeah. and you're like what why did you spoil that that's an iconic scene and you spoiled it yeah. that's like spoiling like Thanos snapping his fingers when, in the Infinity War. Yeah, so. legit, it is that. Or four arriving in Wakanda. Sort yeah, of. it's like, literally, if they had the poster for Infinity War, just had nothing but a picture of Thanos snapping his fingers. Yeah, all of him with the axe in his chest. Yeah, it's like, what the fuck? It's like, why would you, why, why would you think that was a good idea to do in the first place? Yeah. But yeah, it's like, Wreck, I'd say, I cannot recommend that film enough. As in... People seem to like. See, people seem to think, "Oh, I'm not Spanish, so I can't watch it." It's got subtitles. And well, I watch, am and, actually Spanish. I know, and people watch. And maybe I should. Maybe I should sit down and watch it. Try and watch it without. Next time I go to my see my Spanish family, it was for hey, do you want to watch a horror film? Yeah, and they don't. They, and honestly, I think Wreck is one of the most believable kind of films because none yeah. of the characters deserve it. See, uh, I, w- I wanted to move in to the final part for, for my rant about horror films being shit. Yep. Uh, alien films. Why uh, is there not more? Because it's hard. Life, I, I, it's on Netflix as well. I suggest you watch Life. Life is Good. one of the most recent alien alien life form yeah. horror films that have been. Ve- it's very well done. People think it was, eh, but I think it was very well done for what it is. Smart scientists that were smart-ish 
sometimes they made really stupid decisions but yeah, yeah smart scientists and it's an alien life form that slowly gets bigger and bigger and bigger and you're like oh my god like holy shit that's scary as hell I think alien horror films just don't do well because alien was so good the first alien was so good so to my homies watch it while listening um, the reason I, I think alien films are also shit is because well they are uh, <laughs> when was the last good alien film like alien. I mean aliens aliens is more of an action film yeah 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 I'd say, I'd say well, well I wouldn't say that I'd say alien films recently I don't know whether there's been a reason because I can't the alien Fucking, franchise hasn't been good what's his, what's his name um oh the director nah that fucking bloke that wrote Split um, oh, M. Night Shyamalan. He wrote um, Signs, didn't he? Signs. And that film had loads of potential. I, have you watched Signs? I've watched Signs. And People say that, do you know that scene, that, that scene where it's like, you know, the, the icon, that, that iconic scene the where the, 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 when they showed the alien. People said, oh, that was scary and everything. But I went into that film blind without knowing about it. And when that alien popped up, I was just like... Mm. As a kid, that was scary. As a kid, it might be scary, but that a lot of these scene, people have been playing it up. Nah, nah, yeah. dude. As the scene, that kid used to ship. I had nightmares about the fucking scene. Oh, to be fair, alien. I, I don't think it's maybe just me with aliens or something like that. But it's like the only alien that actually genuinely scared me was the xenomorph because it was like I think it was because me because I did I played alien isolation as well. That's the scariest alien-related thing we've had in years. Yeah, it really is. Alien so it's isolation. Like, I yeah, cannot complete I that. I keep swiveling my microphone yeah, around. Yeah. I've, I've never completed Alien Isolation. You've never completed it? I can't complete it. Is it because it's too fucking scary. Oh my God. I and it, sat it, it, there with my Razer headphones on. Yeah. In pitch black. And I'm so sent you saw me in a cinema i cannot look at screens yeah when i know there's gonna be a jump scare and yeah. that game is 15 hours of avoiding jump scares yeah and not even that it's like with alien isolation i think the uh the thing about that game and shout out to the lads at creative assembly for developing that game i, I see you guys yeah but it was like what a creation yeah well and also can like I, I remember when i was there when they told us we they won the award for best sound design because the sound design is mental in that game it's but, just an alien film that's yeah. what it is that it is an alien film it's canon because they it, literally got they got um, oh it's Sig canon yeah they got Sigourney is this a Johnny Weaver Sigourney yeah. Weaver to literally redo the voice from her log on the alien from from that game it, she's it, in that game it, it's it's perfect it's the perfect horror game yeah and it's so fucking tense and so spooky and the AI is so, I think one one bad thing about the game that people think thought was that the AI is too unforgiving but imagine you being there with an alien like that an alien yeah, that 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 shit would be hard to survive. That's the whole idea. It's like you can. It's like you know. Yeah, xenomorph is like meant to be. Yeah, but xenomorph is just like the one thing that scares me because a they're fast as fuck, and b it's like they're, they're literally unstoppable. Yeah, unless you blow them out into space or something like that. But yeah, in terms of like horror films, it's like alien films. Just yeah, as in they don't do well. So, but speaking of aliens, Krypton aliens and shit, oh. DC superheroes. Yeah, Shazam's yeah. coming out soon. Oh god, yeah, I can't. I know that sounds. I really, genuinely that sounds really negative. I'm yeah, that sounds really, really negative. But like, oh my goodness, Shazam looks really good. The review says the best one since Dark Knight. So really, yep. Shall shall I look at right now? Get Rotten Tomatoes up for sure. Yep, get the. It, it's in the nineties. If it, it's in the nineties right now, with forty something reviews, it's in the nineties. Do you reckon it's gonna make a billion? I think it's. Oh no, no. You don't. I don't. Do you know million. why? 
I know, I won't even say eight hundred million. I'd say six hundred million. It's got ninety two percent. Yep. It'll go down as more reviews. It'll go, in. but it'll I, go I'm going to go for an eighty four. Eighty four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I don't think it'll make a billion because you've got Endgame coming out literally four weeks later. Poor fucking DC poor man. Fucking D- the no, moment poor they make Warner it, Bros. Yeah, uh, yeah, true. Because but, end like before that. Yeah, you've but got DC, Shazam. but DC are the ones with the creative minds to this. Yeah, shit. I know. Like, now, Warner Bros. Now is just the people do. that make the money. Well, it's like because Shazam was there. And then they've got Godzilla and Pikachu releasing next month yeah. while Endgame is still in cinemas. They made, a, they finally made a, well not finally because I like a few DC films, but they made a really good DC film um, and then Marvel would just be like, hey, here's the conclusion to every single Marvel film so far. Yeah, like, uh, fuck, like fuck you guys. Yeah. You don't deserve to make any money. Yeah, I mean... The, Marvel will always be like, oh no, we love we love DC. We want them to do well. But it's like, Kevin Feige, don't lie to me, man. I know what you're you doing. You don't lie to us. Yeah. Like, you can fool them, but you can't fool us. It's like, we know that you want the best for Marvel and you want Marvel to succeed. So I get you, you get that petty kind of pride when you see Endgame just there making two billion while DC stuck with their only billion dollar film in six years. I can't so. believe Infinity War made, well, I can believe it, it made 2.2 billion, 2.3. 2. 2, no, 2. billion. It, it has not outgrown Star Wars The Force Awakens. Will Endgame? You don't think it will? I will. No, I now, I now believe it will. I'm in that really? firm belief. That I'm, I'm in that firm camp that I will overtake I, it. I, I'm so worried that we're not going to get tickets uh, for the cinema we want to go Imagine to. while we've been recording this, the tickets have been released. I uh, kill myself. Yeah. I, I just feel like the people going to that cinema are going to be like norm, normies. I hate that yeah, word. Yeah, no, not normies. So, 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 I mean, so I feel like, but just people going to cinemas in general, they, most people, uh, I, I don't know actually, because usually for a, a cinema and a film, mm-hmm. usually the pe- people aren't, Everyone isn't there. There's only a minority of people who are going to book, waiting on the minute to book tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will be waiting on the minute. I'll be waiting on the minute be, as well. Yeah, I, I think they're coming out on April the 2nd. That's I think they even announced when tickets are coming. Nope, no announcement. It's going to be, they, they released, last time oh, it was, last time it was an Avengers TV spot and then the trailer and then the tickets dropped. So, the moment, is there like an announcement like, hey, no. this is coming out two days? No, it, no, what happens is Fandango, who are the people who manage all the tickets in American cinemas, will say, keep your, keep your eyes peeled. Last time with Infinity War, they said, keep your eyes peeled. And then the trailer dropped. And then no one knew tickets were out until they refreshed Fandango and it said, tickets were there. And also the end of the trailer had tickets now available. What so. about us then? I think we did not. Just go to BFI's website and then keep refreshing. That's pretty much it. When the trailer, when a trailer drops, or when Marvel, you think there's going to be another trailer? There will a TV spot. It's a TV spot. There's only two trailers, but there's been two trailers. I know two trailers and like loads of TV spots. Oh, okay, okay. Like TV spots are like the thirty second ones. They're going to do that again. So I think it's going to be April second though. I have my I have my eyes on April second. Um, also one thing unrelated. I'm going to quickly do it. How long has this been going on for? Uh, it's been going for a hour. I'd say one one thing I wanted to just quickly go on to was Zack Schneider and his comments about the DC thing. Have you seen it in I've the news? Seen it. What did you think about? Uh, uh, which we we should explain it first, shouldn't we? Okay, so in in a very sweary rant, Zack Schneider he was, was drunk. To be fair, yeah, I know. But Zack Schneider mentioned saying that oh, you need to wake the fuck up and understand that Batman does kill people. And I was like, at that 
statement. I was High like, top films and tears. Oh, the brown table, uh, well, brown table and cosmonaut variety. Did, did fact, they make videos about it as well? I think Cos- I know High Top Films made a video, but Batman does not kill. I cosmonaut, cosmonaut literally dedicated a full segment to talking about how Batman's character was fucked in the new DCEU. Yeah, I mean, and in the Dark Knight as well. I I I think it, what. He said, "Batman's character, Batman, like Batman's character, technically speaking, is not true to the comics in the Dark Knight uh, trilogy. Okay, okay. That's why you're saying, like, he's I, saying, yeah. I think, in some aspects, I can, I can, uh, I can go with Zack Snyder in this because I think if you're a writer and you get given a character, I mean, it, I don't know because." Can you change the basis of a character? Because you look as, at as long as you make it enjoyable, that's the problem. Yeah, yeah. Because you look at look, take okay. First off, take Guardians of the Galaxy. The mm-hmm. films are completely different to the, the comics. I, I'm pretty sure in the films, obviously he's the son of ego, but he's not. Yeah. I don't. I don't think he is that in the comics. He's not the son of ego. Yeah. In the, uh, and that's yeah. completely changing his character arc and him as a character. Yeah. But Captain America is yeah. the same character just with an actor obviously yeah, righteousness and, and everything yeah and he's the same thing throughout the whole thing but, that's what, but his yeah. his experiences with life changes with post 9-11 america yeah. that's so i think writers should be allowed to change characters yeah but that's the thing you need to change them in such a way that they stay true to themselves and not change their ideals which is why people were mad yeah. about batman because batman's entire identity as a vigilante is is based on his own parents die is his own parents dying, yes. and he goes he uses that to go out uh, to go as as like you know caped crusader and not kill anyone because he's not as bad as those people who killed the his and parents. I think the the main argument is that he. If he kills people, he's no different to any other superhero. Exactly. Like, people say, oh, I hate this trope when it's like, oh, if you kill him, you're just as bad as them. It's like, Batman's Batman's literal identity is like, if he kills, he's just as bad as the people he's apprehending. Yeah, I, I mean, I do still stick by writers should be able to rewrite characters, but yeah, again... But not Zack Schneider. Uh, I say that. <laughs> but rewriting, I don't know. That maybe there's some characters you can't. Yeah, like one thing I'm gonna say I guess, this. So I guess, yeah. Sorry, sorry, but I, I I guess Guardians are smaller to Batman. Yeah, 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 and also it was a gamble when the film came out. So and also it was under a good director. Problem is Zack Schneider, on the other hand, the only good film I'd say he's directed is the opening credits to Watchmen. But 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 um, why I was on Twitter, and. Everyone in the DC fandom acts like Zack Schneider's a god because that is delusion. I don't, I'm is, that, is that genuinely a it, thing? It is delusion. I know it is, it is genuinely a thing. People are saying, "Oh, where's the Schneider cut? Schneider's just misunderstood. He's like a, it's genuinely." I, I'm not going to lie. People make the meme about Rick and Morty being the high IQ thing, but everyone in the DC community is like saying Zack Schneider is just a. You need to have a high IQ to understand Zack Schneider's Batman v Superman and all that kind of films because they think people look in the comment I'm gonna get in fact you guys I've got a challenge for you look in the comments of any official clip or any movie clip from one of Zack Schneider's films especially Watchmen and Batman v Superman look in the comments try not to lose brain cells reading those long paragraphs saying oh this is like Batman's the antithesis to this character Zack Schneider truly evokes a feeling of regret and everything it it, is legit Marvel and DC is the case of the big bully is now being outshined by the nerd 
and they yeah. they are they are losing their fucking minds. Yeah, the nerd is obviously Marvel. And DC yeah, used like to DC be used to the be, big fucking boy. Yeah, no, DC used to be like you know, look at look at me with my big Batman, fucking Superman. bollocks with my fucking Dark Knight and my my Oscar winning film and like yeah. Oscar nominated Mind Suicide you, Squad. We still don't have a Marvel film with an Oscar, do we? No, no, we do. Oh, Black, Black Panther. Panther, yeah. Black Panther fucking swept. And also Infinity War. But Black, uh, Black Panther fucking... It, it does leave a sour taste in my mouth that it's Black Panther that got it, though. Yeah, I know. I, if it was any film, I, if it was any film, I'd say Winter Soldier. I'd Actually, no, fuck. No, not Winter Soldier, because Winter Soldier, I'm trying to think as the most competently made... Civ- Infinity I, I, War. Infinity War, yeah. Um, I'd say because, yeah, because Infinity War as a film was a filmmaking achievement and that should have been loved. But a film like that can't really win many Oscars you, because it's a... It, it, obviously, it's got the... 23rd the, film in the Marvel Cinematic it, Universe. It's also got the problem that it's a film based on 10 years. Yep. Uh, but that's the thing. The achi- it's, a, it's for achievements in filmmaking. It's an achievement in it's filmmaking. It's a massive achievement, but I'm saying that the Oscars is a thing for the old people who don't understand new newer films. Yeah, and even that, they just do it for what's popular. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, Infinity and for War. ratings. Well, mm. Infinity was popular, but it's not. I mean, popular nobody cares about the Oscars famous. anymore. Well, exactly, no one cares about the Oscars. But it's like with Zack Schneider, that's the thing. He has this god complex where people say that oh, somehow Zack Schneider could have saved the entirety of Justice League, which I kind of don't doubt because. To be fair, Zack Schneider's version of just what Joss Whedon did to Justice League uh, yeah, uh, Joss, fucked that film up. Joss Whedon, the, did he write the first Avengers? Both, uh, both he wrote, he wrote and directed, he wrote and directed the first two he, Avengers film. He is a shit writer, man. Like I, I didn't think about. Well, you know, I'm I don't like Avengers one. Yeah, and everyone seems to get offended when I say that. Okay, no, with Avengers one, I think Avengers one was like a, a case study, and it was the film was the most. It's the most important film in superhero. And also not just importance. I say the film well, was competent enough on its own. The problem is it ages like milk. Yeah. Oh Pe- my goodness. Some people may say The Dark Knight's the most important film in history, but actually, in the weirdest way possible, The Dark Knight is the worst film for the future of superhero films because, because all the films yeah. started to try and copy that tone yeah, and it all, was awful. That is exactly what I was going to say because people were like saying, oh, X-Men, because everyone doesn't really talk about the X-Men, but they've been doing this for a long time. But when The Dark Knight came and had a billion dollar Oscar winning film and a very well made one of that everyone was like yeah we need Batman so dark and grim yeah. well that's why I was happy I was like a re- I was really happy with Lego Batman movie because that was a very good change of pace it yeah, was a very yeah. good change of pace for Batman P- fingers don't need to be dark and gritty 100% of the time yeah you need a few look at Winter Soldier perfection yeah. uh, well maybe not perfection but like good uh, yeah. really good really fucking good but like yep. you can dark and gritty when it suits so when Nazis have infiltrated American governments. Then, yes, I think yeah, that yeah. I think that's a bit of a warrant to be a dark and gritty film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, hmm, what? Let me think of a few a few things. Um, what? What in Suicide mo- Squad? Suicide. That, that's not dark okay, and gritty. No, to be what, fair, no, that's well, that is a victim of its own problem. So when to be fair, that would have made sense if that yeah, was dark that, and gritty. Uh, it should have been dark. It was dark and gritty before Warner Bros. Fucked this, it. Yeah. yeah, we spoke about. I think we spoke about this in the last Coffee Club. The first after the after that they fucked it because of what happened to Batman v Superman. Batman v Superman could have done well as you know, middle ground, as a middle ground. It's thing. The worst film in the world is just pretty shit. Yeah, a super, I I like Man of Steel. I liked Man of Steel and I liked what it done with that's. St- yeah, you've just hit a nail on the head. The dark, dark and gritty Superman. 
that's what people don't like. Yeah. Superman, as a hero, you cannot take him seriously because he can literally do everything and they proved this with Justice League. Like I've told us before, Justice League, Superman's not there. The moment he arrives, he dispatches the villain and clears everything up in less than 10 minutes of screen time. You, so You need to give these vil- these um, like heroes other problems. So, for, for example, he obviously is pretty fucking all-powerful. Yeah. Uh, he's got... He... I mean, when four turns up, he just fuck. I mean, he fucked Thanos up. It, yeah. Um, so, like... Well, in the second fight, anyway. Yeah. Uh, and I know Thanos got away. And yeah. I know he snapped his fingers and killed half the universe. But um, right. that, regardless of that, um, yeah. he, he, he did fuck up the battlefield after they were losing. And every fight he's in, he usually, for the most part, wins. Maybe he had a bit of a scrap against Ultron. But... Um, Not even that Ultron. He didn't really scrap against him. It was literally just, you know, he did that. Like, even that's the Joss Whedon effect as well, when he's like... He makes a, he jokes too the, the, much. The joke when he's like, "I'm running out of things to say." I'm so running out of things to say. Like, you ready? Yes, I'm ready. How it's is like, that the same Whoa. character? It's like, how the fuck did he did, must have hated the character? He yes, he said he was going to quit. Yeah, he was going to quit, and then Taika Waititi came in. Yeah, Taika Waititi and God the, Rus- the Russos him. as well. Yeah, and the Russos, but Taika Waititi and, uh, turned to Taika, Taika Waititi. Taika Waititi, James Gunn, and the Russos are like the fucking the. The men that made the MCU, I'm gonna argue. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, I'd say that. Because well, I mean, the, it got good in 2014. Yeah, it got good in 2014. Because it, yes, we had Iron Man. And yes, we I, had I, Ultron. I, you know me. Um, I know Ultron came out in 2015, but yeah. that's the obviously James Gunn. And came Iron in. Man three. I'm the Winter Soldier. That's true. But I mean, to be fair, 2014. What a year for superhero films. Yeah. Underrated year. Iron and Man- X X Men: Days of Future Past came out that year as well. I don't like X Men. That's well, well you have. <laughs> but watched, I like the comics. But I don't like. You haven't I watched. Don't, I don't, you haven't watched Days of Future Past though. Uh, if you no, watch, no, 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 no. I have. Wait, and but, you didn't like it. Just not that much. I can't really, oh, but really? I can't really. Honestly, I, I watched it with friends. That's probably oh yeah. why it's on Netflix now. Anyway, so as I think, watch First Class and Days of Future Past. You might change your mind. Like Don't that. watch any other ones apart from First. Well, I think what about X, Logan? No, X Two, First Class, um, Days of Future Past, Logan. Logan Only X Men films that count. Don't. So watch. do I have to ignore the incredibly bad continuity errors then? Well, no, because they fix it in Days of Future Past, literally. Yeah, yeah, true. Like they, Days of Future Past. I mean, it kind of makes sense with the title. Yep, but, that's um, what... I remember when, when I heard that title for the first time and I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. What? Maybe, just, maybe Dark, Phoenix, Dark Phoenix will be... Are we going to see it or we're going to see that? We're going to see it and it's going to be shit it's, and I'm going to love it. We we're going to yeah. witness the last... Uh, the Fox. last Fox X-Men movie. Wait, uh, is Mutants coming out? The new Mutants are still coming out. We don't know when. Well, the date's there, but That's going to get cancelled. I guarantee you. I know. Do you know what I think it's going to do? That's what? going to go... Because I, I think they're trying to Marvel redo it into an R-rated thing. Maybe. I think they're going to put it onto Hulu. It's gonna it's gonna be shelled from the films of oh, put. Yikes. The poor poor bar. Why not why not why don't Marvel just be like, nah, cancel it and we'll make it? No, because they spent f- I don't think Wait, they recorded it. How much fuck yeah. They, oh, I didn't they know that. Finished, I thought it was they, they finished the film and then they like they finished the film and the film was like a teen kind of drama because the director is a teen Could it be drama. Because n- the idea of new mutants is But that's the thing, it was a teen drama 
And then basically it was a very, very intricate and interesting story. The director, who's Josh Boone, the last film he made, he's known for making The Fault in Our Stars. Yeah. So he came onto the New Mutants and he made a film similar to like Faults in Our Stars in terms of teen dramas. Oh, he wanted the to, mutants got cancer. He and wanted died. to make yeah, he wanted to make Wait, no, wait, what? The mutants got cancer? No, I meant as in in the teen drama. Not by genre, not they got cancer I and died. Our what stars, did that? I thought I, in our stars is about kids. With I cancer. know, but I meant as in it's a teen, teen drama. It's a teen that? drama. It's not a teen drama. They had cancer and died. I know, but it's, it's a love it's, story. It's a, it's a that's what I mean. Genre kind of thing. It's a coming. It's like okay, coming okay. of age. That kind of thing. Not getting cancer and died. But that's what I thought I was gonna say. Yeah, I know. Not literally. So what I mean is that he wanted to make a film tonally similar to The Fault in Our Stars. That kind of film. So what are the mutants to get cancer? Yeah. <laughs> For fuck's sake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what happened was he he originally wanted to make a horror film, then said, no, make your trademark film. He made that film, and then Fox went behind his back pretty much and marketed it as a horror film. Jesus. And when the trailer got lots Wait, of the reception. the trailer out then? What? Is the mutants trailer out? Yeah, the first trailer was out, and it's been out for two years. No, for a year, not two years, a year. Fucking hell. And up. it was meant to come out last April. I just don't get it. All right, so is, is Dark Phoenix... The film to conclude the Fox uh, X Men universe. The main Fox X Men. It's going cons- to conclude everything. Yes. Yeah, so, so it Logan concluded the storyline that continued from Days of Future Past. Okay. It's split. It's split into two. Days of Future Past. Logan Wolverine goes back in time. He goes back. He goes down one path that leads to Logan. All the young cast are there. They go down the other path, which so leads confusing. to Apocalypse, which leads to Dark Phoenix. Okay. Dark, Dark so Phoenix, Dark Phoenix will end their universe. It will end the universe. Logan ended the story. Okay. So Dark Phoenix is the final one. They should have just ended it on Logan. They should have ended it on Logan. Logan Dark was Phoenix actually is actually really Dark good. Phoenix looks like shit. It and I does. Can't watch it. And I can't watch it. I honestly, wait, have the pre-reviews come out yet? The pre- the, the test screenings came out. Audience laughter, a major character death. And oh. they've made it. They, and you know, well, it's no spoiler about who's going to die because the fucking director spoiled it in an interview. And he even said, oh, the interview said that, oh, the, the title of the interview is like, director of Dark Phoenix talks about how he chose to kill Mystique in the film. Spoiler. I, we already said. It's so. We already Watching said. the trailer, it's so obvious. And it's also obvious because. Who Jennifer plays Mystique? Lawrence, yeah, well, Jennifer Lawrence just doesn't want to be there. Yeah, yeah. It's like, I mean. Fucking hell, are they still trying to put like massive A list actors as these characters? Well, yeah, and the, the, the one thing to that's be fair, Michael B. Jordan's pretty A list, isn't he? And well, for, yeah. I know he was in fucking Black Panther, yeah. He's I, I just feel like a lot of usually a lot of not A list but just below are the perfect people for superhero films. Well, yeah. Look at Robert Downey Jr., he is obviously A list as fuck now, yeah. He's the biggest A list, like S list, he's S-tier. so expensive. He's he's the that's why I think they're gonna kill him off because yeah. Disney can't. Well, Disney not kill him off. He's gonna survive, money. but they're gonna make him at like a, an old kind of role where it's I, like I, he's not I there. I think I can pl- I can be plausible with your theory that he will not die based on the trailer of Spider Man. Yeah, because Tom Holland is not depressed in that trailer. Yeah, and also ne- neither is Pepper. Oh Potts. no, but maybe they don't. They go oh, with no memories. Huh? Pepper wasn't in it. Yeah. Maybe, but maybe they said the universe is gonna be rewritten. If you rewrite the universe, where's his memories gone? Well, so you think they're going to rewrite Tony Stark out of it completely? Yeah, that's what... what if they what That if would they, be like... I don't even know if I would like that. And if the ending is like the thing, like the sword they use, they use the gauntlet, they use all the Infinity Stones to rewrite the universe. Imagine and if they rewrote the universe 
to where it's back in 2008. I know they're not going to do that, but imagine. Or if they pulled the doctor. Like, what, do you know what doctor? Or well, no some, more mutants, even though there's. Yeah, I know, but that's what I was going to say. So if they pulled the doctor, who, like, they, with doctor who is, I keep making doctor who references, but in, in season five with the Pandorica, when the doctor blew it up, yeah. and then he disappeared, he got erased from existence as a result of doing that. What the? What if they do that with. I think they're going to do something which makes it all so grounded once more. Because yeah. they kind of need to. Because right now, everything is so... Cosmic. Yeah. It's so, it's uh, so cosmic. It's like... they. But, but it, it's like, right now, it, it seems like you're at your top level and how needs, do you go up how do you go back down how do well, I'd say how do, no, not even that how do you go up where do you go from here like you need to go yeah, no, but that, that's what I'm yeah. saying though like when you're so high up you need to come back down a few levels yeah. to go back to, up to build back up yeah uh, you, to build to Galactus you can't have Dreams. you can't have another escalation after Thanos because A or cheap Thanos up and if you yeah, got after would. all it, of if you got after after all of that and then Thanos just gets showed up by Galactus. Galactus it's like what the fuck was yeah. the point of the last 10 years so that's why I, I do think something big's gonna happen and they did say the ending of Endgame is going to reshape the universe so I think some f- I think it will go back to being quite grounded I think that's pretty o- I, I think it's plausible based on Spider-Man the trailer of Spider-Man because it, it's, it seems pretty grounded yeah. um, obviously there's the water elementals but that's just an effect by um, yeah. fucking what's his name uh, Mysterio. Mm-hmm. So, um, I don't know. I just think, also to bring in the mutants as well, yeah. as well, uh, when, which is eventually going to happen. Um, I Maybe something will happen with Scarlet Witch. Maybe they'll yeah. have their own rendition of No More Mutants. They do have the Disney Plus show coming soon. What's that? What, the, oh, you know, the Loki, Scarlet Witch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, I just think something will happen and I think it will depress a lot of people and not in a bad way, but I think it'll be like, oh, that's sad. Um, yeah. I don't know who's going to die, but it's definitely... That's the thing. We don't know who. We and the film's going to be like three hours long. Yep. It's... Maybe somebody... Maybe they won't even die. Imagine if no one dies. I will be... But no, honestly, I'd be angry. I'd be angry if no one dies. You think? Well, not angry. I'd be, ha- I'd be happy because I'm like, yay, the survivor. Then I'll realise in hindsight, I'm just like, wait... Everyone Maybe survived. they needed to die. Maybe they, they do need to die. Narratively, it doesn't make sense to keep all of them alive. Because why would you keep all of them alive? Also, it makes this series less believable. Yep, because you're just like... Because if they pull the comics where it's like, oh, they die, but they can be brought back later, I'm done. I'm out. I'm yeah, out. Yeah, I'm out as like, well. I'll be out because it's like, I can't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. But the series... On- they, 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 they need to make... They, they need to keep the value of the snap still there. Yeah. Even if that means bringing them back, there needs to be a consequence. That's yep. what needs to be there. If they bring them all back and there's no consequence, which yeah. I fucking doubt it because yeah, the Russo's obvious. People are like, are so worried about these things, yeah. but it's like, you don't the think the Russo's know. thought about these things? Yeah. It, like, I, it, but what, what films have the Russo's done? They've done Winter Soldier, Civil War, and Infinity War, and yes. Endgame. Yeah. So, think of it. Every single three of them films so far have had genuine and narrative and, con- con- and consequences as well yes. down the line uh, so Winter, Winter Soldier the consequences were Bucky's Bucky. now in the mix yeah, he's thrown into the and, mix and now Steve Rogers is questioning everything including the government after Hydra takeover in yeah. in Civil War there was the consequences of the Sokovia Records with, and uh, and, yeah. and that and obviously with Bucky 
And yeah. also Iron Man and Captain America both, you know. Yeah, but that was because of the Sokovia Accords. Yeah, that was because of the Sokovia Accords. And Bucky. And as in addition to that, in Infinity War, they never met. Yeah. They, ne- they didn't yeah. meet. And and that maybe could, that consequence maybe is one of the reasons the snap happened. Because maybe if Stark and Captain America were working together from the very beginning. Or if Stark had fucking called him when he asked him yes. to. Because Banner's the one who called him. So yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so it... it there is always con- they always have that consequence there but it's subtle and that's what makes their writing so good and obviously these consequences lead to half the universe dying so yep. you have to think about it winter soldier is the film which actually set up the original consequences which has led to this film because yep. i'm sure if there was no animosity between captain america and, and iron man yep. they would have maybe realized something was going on or they would have where the fuck is four? Where's yeah. the Hulk? Yeah. Um, the Civil War, um, Ultron, and shit like that maybe wouldn't have happened because yeah. things would have been more. What if Iron Man was just sane after? Because you do realize it. The everything about the narrative dates all the way back to the first Avengers film. Yeah, but when Iron Man got beef. PTSD from fighting all those aliens, that led to Ultron. That led to everything. Technically speaking, Avengers started it all. Mm. That's why it's like you know. I th- I I just feel they've got they've got this because Roosters did shoot this back to back. The two writers of the screenplay, I think, Marcus and McFeely, they both know what they're doing. I I have faith in them. I have faith. I do not think this film is going to be bad. If it is bad, I will genuinely like you know it. If this film is bad, I will give one viewer a thousand pounds. I. Genuinely, my ne- the next ad revenue payment, I'd give the entire thing. I'd give the yeah. entire thing to one lucky viewer I am, if the film turns out rotten. If yeah, it's rotten. rotten. I am so convinced that it's not going to be bad because they have... I'm, I'm convinced it's going to be better than Infinity War because not they there is so much more narrative now. There is yeah. so much more story. There are so many more things you can play on and there is so much potential to build. Uh, whereas Infinity War... I think is actually more difficult. I think mm-hmm. Infinity War is so difficult because there are so many characters you need to include and also you need to come to that conclusion. Yeah. The conclusion's done. Yeah. It's not your... Arguably, Endgame is a phase four movie. Arguably. Yeah. It's not, but arguably it could be considered one because yep. it's uh, it's setting up the universe yep. of phase four and phase five and phase six. Endgame is going to affect all them phases. So... They don't really have to do too much. They have. They already have the sadness there. Mm-hmm. They. It's so. It's going to be so fucking easy for them to show all the Avengers depressed. And yeah. um, if they also, if they do do the thing of where there's going to be, they go to take it to the fight to Thanos again, and they lose again. Yeah. Nobody's going to be mad. And that also, that it's like that's going to be good to see. I want that to happen. It's like I don't even care if that's a bit predictable. It's mm, probably not even predictable. It's yeah. probably just because I've read into it way too yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. I think with it's like the whole feeling about Lord of the Rings, like Return of the King, when that came out, and there was so many. I I feel like I really want it to be like Lord Return of the King kind of you know yeah like success and not even just like the films like length and everything yeah, but I the, think the, the success I- Return of the King won every Oscar it was nominated and for the idea of the Return of the King is very samey as well Obviously, yeah um, in like it's very in a way predictable what happens they save the day and stuff yeah. um, but it's in, so well yeah, done and in the books it doesn't happen in the film, but in the books of the ending of Return of the King, 
there are still consequences. The orcs go and burn down the Shire at the ending, and yep. there's a very melancholy ending. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe, maybe that would have worked well in the narrative of the film, but they're Hollywood and they want to give a happy ending. Yeah. Disney, although, and the Russos are a bit different to that. Yeah. Somehow, mm-hmm. I don't know how, but Marvel have allowed Disney to let them have sad endings. Yeah. And that's what I... Well, Disney have allowed Marvel to let them have I don't know that's endings, a new yeah. thing because I swear old Marvel films didn't have sad endings. Uh, seeing, bittersweet endings. Seeing a villain... Well, the ending of Infinity wasn't even bittersweet. Seeing an... A, a, just like how it ended, a villain... Winning. Have you ever seen a film where the villain is sat at the end smiling? He's happy. He's done his job. Uh, well, apart from if it was superhero films, not really. I think maybe, villains winning. Villains winning Maybe The is, Dark Knight? No, not even that villains winning is something there like what I'm gonna say Watchmen as well the villain literally won and did mass genocide so it was like fucking hell Empire Strikes Back started it with Vader literally Vader, Vader won yeah that was like they even said Infinity Wars the Empire Strikes Back yes they they are um, and that's the Russos are nerds they're huge nerds they're like me and you they were yeah. complete nerds and uh, and that makes me happy to see there's nerds in charge of this because yeah. they and they've all already um, I think uh, the main uh, one of them quoted uh, and said Empire Strikes Back is uh, we got inspired by that they said yeah. and also with trailers he said the reason that he's told Marvel and Disney to make the trailers how they have yeah. is because of when he went in to see Empire Strikes Back he, he went in blind yeah he went yeah. Blind and it was amazing. That's yeah. what Rishi did. Same thing with me. I went into Infinity War blind and it was amazing. And I I'm went still into going into trailers, yeah, yeah, and I'm still going to go into Endgame blind despite the amount of things I've that, read and yeah, seen. Yeah. I still have no idea what's gonna happen. No one has any idea, which is what's scaring me. And I think it's like you know, I th- I think that's probably going to be detrimental to stuff in the long run. But I think should we wrap it up? Pretty I mean, much? Uh, yeah. Is there anything else we need to talk about? Not really. I think we're gonna leave, leave that for the quickies. Which one should be going up soon? So yeah. I mean, I think. I mean, we actually structured this surprisingly well. We really did. We're getting better at this. So we've got because yeah. we've got like you know focused stuff to talk about because we're actually going out and watching films, you guys. What episode is this? This is four. This is episode four. Nice. And we've got. I think we're gonna be seeing Shazam soon as well. Yeah, I is there any other films we can go see? Um, there's another uh, Wonder Park. Oh, Pet Cemetery. When's that? The Stephen that, King. April fourth. That looks trippy. April fourth. That looks scary. It is. It's horror. It's a Stephen King. Yeah, yeah, horrible. yeah. Yeah, no, yeah. I've read the books. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think we'll watch Pet Cemetery and I'll watch Shazam, and we can both put that in one week because it comes out within like a few days of each other. Yeah. Um, and apart from that, I think it's just a build into Endgame because there's not much that comes out this month. Legit, like. We're going to be talking about... Yeah, like Because there's going to be, like, press releases, TV things. Yeah, well, I'd so like, there was a feature be- I literally released recently, and it was like, yeah, I, I watched that, and it was like, wow, it just made me ten times more hype for the film. But, yeah, in that case, I'd say... Um, thanks for listening to this episode of the Coffee Club podcast. It's now available on iTunes after about and two s- weeks. And Spotify. Yeah, well, I meant that we, it's always been available. Oh, but I said, like, I've spent about, I'm not even two weeks, I'd say about a week and a half trying to get it on on iTunes, and they finally approved it. Thank it's on iTunes. iTunes now. Thank you, Apple. We are so, official now. Yeah, we're, 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 reco- we're Apple, we're recording this on a Mac, so. Yeah, we're an Apple, Apple person, Apple people now. Um, Follow us on Twitter. We, we're constantly reading all the tweets and reading yeah. everything about it. Please uh, follow us on Twitter. 
Yeah, please follow us on Twitter. We're almost at 1,000 followers at the time of this recording. I think we're at like 965. 975. So, 975, yeah. We're close to 1,000 followers. So when you get this out, then maybe we'll be at 1,000 followers then. Um, follow us on Twitter. Subscribe to both of our channels. And also, well, I was going to say one more thing to sign off. I don't think, I, I think I fucking forgot. Welcome I forgot to Beast. It. Well, welcome to pretty much. See, uh, you. see you later, guys. Have a nice evening. Have a nice evening, day, night, morning, evening. Yeah. Bye.